0: John Elefante, former lead singer of Kansas, is in Mastodon. This Mastodon or that Mastodon? The only Mastodon that matters. That makes sense, because the guitarists are pretty good. Mastodon before Mastodon was Mastodon. Face tattoos are never not a cry for help, right? Uh, Yeah, that's guaranteed. Especially face tattoos that look just like Mike Tyson's face tattoos. Yeah, I guess I never thought about that. They're pretty close. Pretty close is like pretty much the same one. For the record, <clears throat> Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's people, we're not talking any shit about Mike Tyson. He's a great guy. I'm sure he's fantastic. We don't really want anyone to think that his face tattoo is in any way inappropriate or bad. It's a great tattoo. He thinks you should keep it. Great guy. Seems cool.
1: Pretty sure I'm more scared of the guy from Mastodon than Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson
0: seems like he might be smarter. Yeah, than I did. Guy. I did actually see. Was it Mike Tyson? I'm 99% sure it's an article that said that Mike Tyson said he spent $40,000 a month on marijuana. So he seems maybe he's chill. I bet he's chill. The guy in Macedon is not chill.
1: I think this dude in Macedon might have taken more shots to the head than Mike has. It's possible. This guy lives a lifestyle. Dude. And as soon as I figure out what culture he's appropriating with those
0: face tattoos, I'm going to get real mad about it. I'll tell you that. He's appropriating Mike Tyson's culture. (laughs) Dude, people chomp off other people's tattoos all the time. But how many people go, yo, I'm going to get my face tattooed just like Mike Tyson did. Come on, dude. I could do a whole episode about face tattoos.
1: This has come up with a few other bands, but these
0: dudes look like they smell horrific. Yeah, and what frustrates me about that comment is the fact that people say that I look like one of the dudes in this band. All the time. Well, you look like the guy who looks like he probably takes a shower, uses too much cologne. The drummer. The only guy that looks like a semi normal guy. I don't know. Do I look like the drummer? I guess. But if he does use too
1: much cologne, I'd call that just a survival tactic. You know how uh, back in the day, people used to walk around with pomegranates and oranges in napkins and they just hold them up in front of their face because nobody took a bath but once every two or three years or some shit like that. So everyone was just walking around with fruit up in their face all the time to try to not be
0: vomiting
1: if one of these guys in the band wears too much cologne i'd say that's fine because look at the rest of them
0: yeah they look mildly homeless
1: well one of them knows what it's like to shit like a homeless person i can tell you that because when they were in their van touring days one of these guys was too freaked out by the idea of sitting on a public toilet They actually use a venue bathroom, which, I mean, no bullshit. Venue bathrooms are pretty disgusting.
0: Worse than a gas station bathroom? I don't know. Do you know what's more
1: disgusting? Grabbing the local Alt Weekly, laying it down in the tour van that everyone has to ride in, and just shitting on it, (laughs) wrapping it up like a dog shit and throwing it in a trash can
0: yeah that's just inappropriate that's just imagine being in a band with someone who did that
1: how does that even
0: occur you gotta to break you up as a band i
1: want to know what the first time he did that was like what else happened that day
0: fuck it i'm gonna go ahead and do it i need some alone time in the van they probably think he's like beating off oh you need alone time and they come back and the stench is still there because i don't know if anybody that's listening has ever shit out of a toilet the water really does subdue the whole experience. Without the water, taking a shit is a whole different ball game, man. Shitting on a piece of paper in a van that smells not going anywhere for a while.
1: Have you ever smelled a bird cage? literally a situation where people put paper down under an animal that shits on top of that paper yeah this is the same
0: thing guy's a human parakeet this is when you decide as a band we're breaking up either he's out of the band or we have to break up i wonder if this is the dude that spit on my wife this is the kind of shit one of these guys spit on your wife yes uh she was at a show i believe at the orange peel in Asheville and she was watching the band and she had never seen the band went with some friends to see the band was standing I guess close enough and he she said that he looked at her and spit on her he thought she was into that or I don't know (laughs) I thought maybe that was his way of like uh uh, marking his territory yo girl yo you come back with me what a thing to do this stuff only happens when you're in a metal or a punk Mm. band with someone one of these guys shits in advance doesn't take much research to know that uh, certain members of the band don't even want to be in a metal band all this behavior lack of self-care shitting in a van spitting on people all leads to the conclusion that mastodon shouldn't be a band or doesn't want to be a band
1: i think it takes a certain kind of person to even want to be in a metal band especially in the age of all outdoor festival events always if there's even a 10 percent chance of having to regularly perform your material outside in 100 degree weather in the sun yeah. You're an idiot for picking a
0: genre that's going to make you sweat <laughs> this much, man. It's a sweaty, sweaty genre, no doubt. Add drinking alcohol to the mix on top of it. Fans are going to be predominantly punishers, almost exclusively punishers, actually. Yeah. Almost always drunk when they meet you. I think there are some people who don't know what you mean by punishers. You're talking about when
1: someone comes up to you and in a normal conversation goes, hey, man, are you, you really love your band. Nice to see you. Have a good time extend that by an hour
0: and 30 minutes
1: because this person doesn't understand this is the last conversation you want to be having on the planet
0: yeah punishers basically are people that don't pick up on any verbal or non-verbal cues at all normal human beings can sense when a conversation is ending and or there's not actually a conversation happening where both (laughs) people (laughs) both people are wanting to be in said conversation yeah punishers That is uh, null and void. So uh, Punishers awkwardly stand while you're having a conversation with somebody else. They don't leave. That's the thing about them, too, is you'll finish your conversation with them and then they hover, hover rounds.
1: I always get really bummed out when we're doing a metal band because, and I don't know why, but for some reason, the genre of metal does seem to attract Punishers, and I know the percentage of people listening to our episodes on metal bands who are Punishers is much higher than with most other genres, so it always kind of bums me out to think that like that's the kind of person that's listening to this because I have a tendency to feel bad for that kind of person (laughs) because clearly they don't even have a level of awareness that lets them know that they're that kind of person. So it's just kind of shitty to even imagine what life is like for someone like
0: that. 90% of their fans are punishers and or don't take showers. So
1: something that every episode, someone tells us there's no way that the band we're talking about is someone's favorite band.
0: Doesn't matter. We do the freaking Beatles. They say that. No one likes the Beatles anyway. Someone says this to us every episode. Doesn't no, matter. No
1: matter what we do, 100%. someone tells us that the topic of the episode is low-hanging fruit. And no matter what, that person's wrong. All you have to do, go look at the comments on our YouTube channel. We upload these episodes to YouTube. There are, oh, for yeah. some reason, there are people who go to YouTube and stare at a static image <laughs> of this podcast logo <laughs> while they listen to the show. Uh, there, there
0: are little squiggly lines. I don't know.
1: <laughs> who does that but they're out there they're doing it yeah. and they leave comments so if you don't think let's put it this way whatever assumptions you're making about this podcast go read the comments that we get on our YouTube uploads you probably need to reattenuate your assumptions
0: this band Just like every other band we've ever talked about, is someone, actually not just someone, is a lot of people's favorite bands.
1: People who who leave comments on YouTube uploads of audio content, a lot of them are going to be fans of this band. I can promise you that
0: ahead of time. The goal of this episode for me is to shake them. I doubt there are very many people that are like, Mastodon got me into heavy metal. I feel like Mastodon is like this uh, band That people that have been into heavy metal for a long time gravitate towards. Because there's not a lot of options. I actually, I'm going to coin this phrase. I call it the Foo Fighter effect. Right. Which is basically, there's not a lot of metal bands out there doing anything interesting besides the same old ricocheted bullshit. And Mastodon comes along and boom, explodes and wins fucking Grammys. Which we've covered it ad nauseum doesn't matter at all. But they win Grammys because there's who are they running? Who, who's who are they up against? Nobody, nobody that matters.
1: If I didn't have the experience of knowing the response that we get on every episode, if you played Mastodon for me, I would say to you, I would become one of these people that's like, well, that's not anyone's favorite band. Yeah, yeah. You could not convince me that people have tattoos of this band. I can't believe that people seriously listen to this band.
0: Yeah, think about it like this. If you're a fan or you got into heavy metal because of what they call the Big Five, right? Whatever, Metallica, Anthrax, Slayer. And Five Seconds of Summer, yeah. Five Seconds of Summer. They're all bands around the same time period. The biggest historical metal bands of all time are relatively big at the same time. By the time Mastodon rolls around, there's nobody, it's zero, it's just Mastodon to choose from. So everyone goes, my God, this is so good. This is great. It's not great if you have options, it sucks. There's just only one band that gets to do this If you have options, you don't listen to Mastodon. It's fart into a microphone, I'm listening to it.
1: (laughs) When you press play on anything by this band, it's just kind of a mush except for the drums. The drums are the only thing that even stand out. So I wonder if this drummer is ever not drumming. I'll come right <laughs> to it. I wonder if this drummer is ever not drumming. This guy drums so constantly, I bet he drums in his sleep, physically. You know how in bad Hollywood movies about bands, the actor playing the drummer who never fucking gets any lines, he's always got to be holding a pair of drumsticks and like beating on the wall with him. Yeah. And they're always doing background work. Every fucking movie about music, check the person playing the drummer. They're going to be beating on some shit with the drumsticks. That's their little business. If a person in a band was really like that, They'd be murdered about day four, day five. You're not going to survive a tour with someone in the van who's actually like that. But I wonder if this drummer's actually like that. Because clearly they're letting people take shits in the van. No, they don't
0: have any standard whatsoever for being a member of Mastodon. Obviously, this is not a... uh, What would be the difference? I mean, legitimately, like, what's the difference between Dave Matthews' drummer, who does constant crazy fill coming off of the drum set at all times, but everyone is always like, oh, Dave Matthews is so lame, blah, 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 all the while listening to shithole bands like Mastodon that can't sing, plays constant drums. Okay, are we talking about Dave Matthews or are we talking about Mastodon? It's right. the same shit. One has distorted guitars and the other one is just playing acoustic.
1: He's basically a jazz drummer. I promise there are people who love Mastodon and think they hate jazz.
0: Well, I'm going to assume a ton. Sure.
1: This guy lives all over his Tom. But it's
0: not just that. The whole thing, the production on every song this band has ever put out is garbage. Every second of it sounds like a mush. It just sounds like a wall of mud coming at your head at all times. You cannot separate out hardly anything ever, including the vocals. It just sounds like let's set everything at the same level the whole time. And then, Mix it into one pile of mess. It literally just sounds like sweat stew. Yeah. with drumming. I have never heard anybody say so and so was my favorite guitar player, my favorite singer. No, no one ever associates this band <laughs> with high quality musicianship. No one's ever gonna tell you that their favorite metal singer is in this band or guitar player or anything. There's nothing.
1: There's nothing really identifiable as far as style think goes. About other metal
0: bands, people stand out. I Dave can tell Mustaine you and, when I'm hearing Dave Mustaine right. play guitar.
1: I can tell yeah. you when I'm hearing.
0: Or guitar, Or Lars, who sounds like a child playing drums. I can drums. definitely tell you when I'm listening to Lars yeah, play drums. sure. That's the easiest. <laughs> it ain't good.
1: Yeah, I can tell you when Dave Lombardo's yeah. behind the kid, yeah. I can tell you. Yeah, but this band, there's no character to their playing. It's the most forgettable band. This is kind of two bands, honestly. The first album, to my ears, is so wildly different from everything else that they did The first album came out at a time where music sounded like that. You know, if you wanted to be in a heavy band, you sounded like this band's first album did. Right. It would take me all day to sit here and list bands that sounded like this, especially in the Midwest. I know these guys are not from the Midwest, but... This type of metal sound was in every local music scene at the time that this band came out. Nothing about their first album was remarkable compared to bands I can't even remember the names of that I just saw walking into a bar one night. Yeah, I bought their first album when it came out because I liked heavy music. And I thought I liked this album when it came out. I also didn't think I needed to own a bed or even a mattress (laughs) in maybe the entire five years that I lived in my first apartment which is
0: when I bought this CD. So that shows your state of mind. I
1: slept on the floor of my first apartment for five years and owned this CD at the same time. So maybe not the person to pattern your behavior or choices after. No doubt. March of the Fire Ants was on every mix CD made by a metalhead that year. It's just a fact. Sure. This song got played at barbecues. If you hung out at a pool you heard this fucking song probably because it had been a full year since Converge put Jane Doe out everyone was like
0: I don't want to get sick of it so I'm going to try to find something else to listen to I just have this thing in my head of you being like hey dude have you heard Mastodon and them just looking at you going you don't even have a bed you think I'm going to trust anything you have to say Tyler you sleep on your floor to be clear at no
1: point did i recommend this band to anyone well that's good honestly would not have put a metal song on a Mixie that i was <laughs> making for someone it was
0: dashboard confessional Now that we've sold a bunch of shirts, maybe people will start responding to them wearing our shirt. We get tagged in posts all the time, I see. Yeah, if you get a shirt... At YFBSpod.com. I want to hear the stories. Oh, I definitely want to hear some stories.
1: I bet it's a lot of people laughing at the shirt. I bet when you're walking around in a shirt that says your favorite band sucks on it, you get a lot of people who aren't dumb as fuck
0: going, that shirt's funny. I hope. It's a great conversation starter or ender. If you're a single person and you're someone that goes on dates you should buy a shirt and wear it on a date. Mm-hmm. It's a great litmus test, figure out right away. Oh, this person I'm going on this date with, his favorite band is Weezer. Text your friend, hey, uh, can you call me in a minute and tell me that you really need my help? Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth.
1: I don't know if I like this genre. You know, there are some genres of music that I would say I like country music. If it's good, chances are I like it. But I don't even know if I like metal. I just think I like the metal bands that I like because they're the best ones. And then the rest of the genre is just everyone doing the same fucking thing over and over again. So who gives a shit? The problem with the kind of music they were playing with Remission, and it's the problem with that whole music scene being popular, and it's what led to, I think, the death of heavy metal music and the situation we are now in. Sad state of the world. The problem is that a band like that rarely has a dedicated vocalist there's rarely one person whose job it is to walk out on stage and And sing sing. right so what that means is the vocals are never gonna do anything different than what's being done on whatever instrument the guy also playing while he's yelling is doing if it's the guitar the vocals are gonna match the guitar they all sing in this right like they all well later yeah but at the beginning it's just like two of them Bands that have two guitar players, but all they ever do is play the exact same thing at the exact same time. No reason for two people to be standing up there doing one person's job. In metal bands like this, you're seeing an entire band do one person's that's, job.
0: And I think that's why it sounds, that, that's the sound. That's the drony wall of sound is that there's nothing to pick out. I feel like if I said pick out the lead guitar part, you'd be like, what? You'd have to like squint your eyes. Like it just sounds like, Loud mush. It says like a bunch of people rowing one of those massive slave ships in Roman times. Right. It's exactly on cue. Downstroke guitar, sing loud. All the instruments and the yelling are
1: going to hit at the exact. How
0: many different ways can you do that? <sighs> how many records do they have? 60 songs worth? That's how many times you can do it. Heavy need contrast. Heavy
1: needs light. Heavy needs, or else there are no dynamics to it. I'll tell you what, I listened to so much Mastodon for this episode, I ended up wanting to listen to Enya instead. Something that I could tell someone sat down and thought about it ahead of time. Actual melodies. Like someone wrote something on purpose instead of just got a riff going and then everyone fell in and they all just kept doing it over and over again.
0: That's that's about right, yeah. You wanted to actually listen to a song, not just a noise being repeated. I feel like when I first, people started talking about it and I asked somebody what it was like, They associate, they said like stoner metal. And then I listened to it and I was like, this this isn't stoner metal. Metal, you have to be stoned to enjoy, I guess.
1: Because of what? Was popular in heavy music at the time. Just metalcore is what. Right. You, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, started yeah, yeah. That calling. it was, was super popular. Everyone started calling everything metalcore because right. they didn't know right. that it meant anything. Like if you like heavy music, you just called it metalcore. All of the fucking bands that sounded like this got called that.
0: That's why I think Mastodon blew up though. Is they were doing something that everyone else was doing that was popular, which was metalcore. And so they put out their second record. Slightly, and I'm, saying, I'm going to use that word strong emphasis here, slightly different. And it's, oh my God, what is this? Oh my God, I have to buy 20 copies of it.
1: And again, there are a lot of heavy bands that this, The okay, so at various points in Mastodon's discography, they sound a lot like that band Isis yeah sure rest in peace the band isis poor
0: isis yeah. man that sucks when
1: they named their band that it wasn't it wasn't a, yeah. it wasn't
0: a thing you know they were very i used to see a lot of isis shirts which i guess you can't i even,
1: have one that i feel like i wear. cannot wear <laughs> yeah uh obviously there started being some problems with having a band named isis about eight months before mastodon's first album came out so I'm sure that that has something to do with this. Like, up oh, can't wear my ISIS shirt anymore. <laughs> Got to find a new band. If it's not obvious from Mastodon having the singer of Neurosis sing on as many of their songs as they can get him to sing on, you should probably be listening to Neurosis yeah. instead of
0: this band. Easy choice <laughs> right there. The guy that guest vocals, listen to his band instead. Because there's a reason why the band that you're listening to wants him to do guest <laughs> vocals. Probably because they think he's a better musician. They're in the studio. You know what this sounds like? It sounds <laughs> like, yeah. What do you think about having him on this song? Maybe 10 songs. What do you think about having him in the band? I wonder if they actually asked him to be in the band at one point, and he said no.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they ever tried to get Paige Hamilton
0: to sing on any of this shit. By the way, kids, if you're not listening to the band Helmet, you probably (laughs) should be listening to the band Helmet. Helmet is another band, I would say similar to the Melvins. They're probably going to ruin a lot of the music that you like because so many bands chomped off Helmet and Quicksand
1: helmet melvin's Quicksin. this isn't a widely ripped off band but i'll throw another one at you if you think mastodon's so great go check out the band daughters sure that's another band who was two different bands and both of them are good yeah. <laughs> like mastodon <laughs> where neither of them are really good How about listen to every band a guy named Matt Pike was ever in? Yeah, there you go. Uh, High on Fire. The
0: guys in Mastodon met at a High on Fire concert. There you go. Any band that came out before Mastodon is probably better than Mastodon at doing the thing that Mastodon tries to do very badly. You should just listen to one of those bands. You should just not listen to Mastodon. We shouldn't even have to do his fucking episode. Why does fucking Mastodon win Grammys? Because at the time when High on Fire came out, they had competition. Make sure you've heard a single release by every band on
1: Aaron Turner's from Isis's record label. How about that? Sure. Go listen to every Hydra head band
0: and then you can listen to Mastodon. Is that fair? That sounds fair to me. I mean, if you think about all the bands that do what Mastodon attempts to do, but do it infinitely better, but have never been nominated for a Grammy, or maybe they have, but never, certainly never won a Grammy. Right. Because there were other metal bands that actually existed at the time the Foo Fighters effect, dude. Did you see me. that Mastodon's bass player
1: gets to be in Thin Lizzy now? Mastodon's bass player is in Thin Lizzy. Um, yeah. Or whoever's calling themselves Thin Lizzy I was these say, days. I, I, that was, I don't know who is Thin Lizzy anymore, so... The point is he gets to play Thin Lizzy songs every night, and that's his job, which is way cooler than playing Mastodon songs. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Speaking of Thin Lizzy...
0: Thick Lizzie would have been a way better band name than Mastodon. That's a great cover band name. If you're in a Thin Lizzie cover band, you should change your name to Thick Lizzie. There's no way that doesn't already exist. If it doesn't exist, it will now.
1: Mastodon is such a lazy metal band. Metal band plan A. Name your band after a big-ass animal. Yeah. Google biggest animals ever, sort by size. Megalodon. And start at the top. <laughs> That's one of this band's song names.
0: Yeah. I mean, seriously. Maybe that was one of the band names originally, but they went with Mastodon instead. <laughs>
1: If you check Homeboy with the Face Tattoos
0: search history, (laughs) Big Eminos. Yeah. With an E. Big Eminos.
1: I'm not sure how common this is, but I know for a fact I've run into more than one person in my life who has mastodons the dinosaur mastodon confused with pterodactyls is it pterodactyls or pterodacti whatever pterodactyls i don't know pterodactyls are the flying Birdies. lizard bird things yeah yeah and mastodons are the elephant things mm-hmm. also mastodons are shorter than woolly mammoths which would have been a perfectly acceptable metal band name
0: yeah, Wooly Mammoth, or just Mammoth. These guys
1: can't even do the bare minimum
0: correctly. There are so many. Probably could list off 30 metal band names that people could turn into metal bands that are way better than names like Mastodon. Is there a metal band named Yeti? There's a band named
1: Leviathan, for sure. Like this band's second album.
0: There's a band named Mastodon.
1: How come there hasn't been a metal band named Blue Whale? Isn't that the biggest animal? Uh, Yeah, maybe Humpback Whale or Sperm yeah. Whale. Oh, Sperm dude. whale. Sperm whale. The metal a band. Band. I guess they came close. Uh, they did make a whole album about Moby Dick.
0: Which to me is... Why would you do a concept album about Moby Dick? You should do a concept album on Earthworm Jim. I, first of all, we've talked about concept albums and our thoughts about concept uh. albums... Quite a few times, if you'd like to go back and listen to previous episodes, <laughs> why Moby Dick, dude? Have you ever read Moby Dick? No. What? It just feels like punishment to think, even think about reading it.
1: I don't know what Herman Melville's deal was. What I'm sure life sucked before the internet. Seems like he probably had a lot of feelings about all sorts of things. <laughs> life sucking without the internet? I don't know. But do I actually need to be able to perform open heart surgery on a whale in order to read this fucking book? I get it. What if death was a whale? Okay. But for real, the anatomy lessons, I'm good. Honest question.
0: What do you think the chances are that none of these dudes have read Moby Dick? I would love to know. At most, one of them has. I would love to see a reading comprehension quiz. That's what I would like to see. Even further down the rabbit hole. How many of these dudes can read? All right. (laughs) instead of how many
1: if we want to say like a percentile of literacy yeah how many people are in this band i think
0: four all right i would say about 75 percent of them can read would be my guess 75 percent can yeah. read interesting ratio one out of four can't I, well, I wouldn't want to get that specific i guess audiobooks could be on the table
1: also if we're doing a venn diagram of who can read and who
0: has face tattoos <laughs> they don't touch i don't know <laughs> there may not be overlap i
1: don't know I assume what happened to this band after their first album is they started off thinking they were going to be one kind of band. Then they found out how many albums Clutch sells every time Clutch puts out a new album. (laughs) They found out how many albums Queens of the Stone Age sells. 50,000. They found out how many albums Tool sells. 100,000. Essentially, they were like, if you guys could stop calling us metalcore, that'd be great. We would like to make some money. No metalcore bands make money. Honestly, whatever you call Tool, just go ahead and start calling us that. But the further this band gets away from all the vocals just being yelled and growled and the closer they get to what they think they can call singing, the more obvious it is that none of them should have a microphone anywhere near their faces ever. Well, when
0: you acknowledge that in an interview that your biggest weakness of a band is your vocals... Maybe you should have recognized that earlier. Right. I don't know. Say maybe when you started.
1: And if somehow someone doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a video of this band trying to play. One of their songs is called Colony of Birchmen. Dickheads. On Conan. If I didn't know better, I would swear this was a skit by Conan's writing staff making fun of what they think bad hard rock bands sound like. Just go watch this video. It is appalling that these guys are serious. Difficult watch. They sound like a gang of starving alley cats, man. It (laughs) is- It sounds like they're putting on fake wizard voices and making fun of metal bands who
0: have singers that sound like this. Maybe they are. Maybe that's the whole thing. I don't think so, man. 10 records later, they're gonna go,
1: ha ha. If you go back and listen to the album, They're using every trick in the book, every production technique that is possible to use to make it sound like these guys are singing. There would be no reason to do that if they were just making fun of it, going so far out of their way to make it sound not like they really sound. Uh This isn't how they sound when they (laughs) sing, when you're listening to a Mastodon album. Also, it still doesn't sound good. There's more vocal processing on this shit than any Cher song I've ever
0: heard, Yeah, including the vocoder Do You Believe in Life After Love song. Which is a very common thing among metalheads to be like, oh, but it's not all processed like Kelly Clarkson songs. Sure is, motherfucker. If you've ever talked shit
1: on pop music production and Mastodon is your favorite band, I want you to know you are one of the biggest hypocrites in existence, because this shit is fake as fuck. I mean, I can understand how someone who doesn't know what to listen for might not have any idea what we mean when we say the vocals are so processed. My favorite part about all this is they put out two live albums just to make sure everyone who didn't have an opportunity to come see them live- Could, could hear how bad they suck at singing live. Go listen to any of the live stuff that they've put out and then go listen to the album version of that shit. All the stuff that's different about it is what they're is doing. Processing. Yeah, it's like click, click, yeah. click, click, <laughs> fix it, fix it, fix it. <laughs> the vocals start to get real out of control on the albums
0: Blood Mountain and Crack the Sky, so far beyond what should be acceptable. You know when you go see a band every now and then, you're like, I don't really like this band, but you see them live and you're like, oh, this is why people like this band. I get it now. This is, this is so good live. This is the opposite of that. Dude, it's worse. How is it possible yeah. to be worse? But it is. They are worse live than they are recorded, which is really saying something.
1: That is an assumption that a generous person would make the first time someone played a Mastodon album
0: for them. They would hear They'd be like, oh, this band must be killer live. That's got to be why this guy. No, Dude, first of all, there's a solid chance you're going to get spit on. <laughs> Second of all, you're going to be bored out of your fucking mind for sure, because I was. I've seen him probably two or three times, and I can't make it through a whole show, dude. I can't. I saw them at the Ryman for some reason. I can't even remember why. Four songs in, I was like, please, can I go?
1: It's crazy that these guys have been on stage at the Ryman. Because they sing so bad, it sounds like they've never heard anyone sing. They had singing explained to them one time by someone who had also never heard anyone sing before.
0: No, I figured it out. They got given a book about singing and we're at 75% ability to read. <laughs> so, this is what happens. Not everyone can learn how to sing by reading. No. And you know what? It's also ruined this subgenre of metal, too, because Mastodon got so big. Mastodon gave birth to a ton of bands that sounded and lowered the bars for expectations for vocals. It has made it acceptable to just be like. Zah! You don't have to sing. You don't have to say a word. You don't even have to be on key because there is no fucking key. Maybe that's why they're popular because anybody can just yell. I'm serious. Maybe it's just accessible to someone. You can't sing like Dave Mustaine, so fucking. I'm gonna sing like one of the guys from Mastodon. You could just be in an instrumental band, though. Yeah, is not sure disallowed. Just know your weakness. The
1: member of this band most people think of when they think of the band Mastodon. The guy with the face tattoos,
0: big redhead. I think he's probably the only guy that should ever give interviews because he's so off the rails all the time. He... Yeah. He just is just like, I'm just going to say exactly how I feel.
1: This is the guy who in an interview very famously said that he does not like heavy metal. He only ever wanted to be in a metal band because he was young and thought playing metal made him a rebel or some shit like that. The exact
0: quote is, I never really liked heavy metal in the first place. I came from Alabama playing country music, surf rock, rockabilly and stuff like that. I just went through a phase in my 20s where I thought it was rebellious to play heavy metal. And then I met the guys in the band, and we're really, really, really into heavy metal. And ever since then, I've been trying to get Mastodon to not be such a heavy metal band because they fucking hate heavy metal and i don't want to be in a heavy metal band this is a member one of the (laughs) biggest most obvious members of the band in fairness it seems like he was having a pretty bad day that day i
1: can't imagine that he's just like this all the time this was an interview with a magazine for guitar players and he also says in this interview that He doesn't even want to talk about the band that he's in because all anyone ever wants to talk to him about is the band that he's in. Even more than that, he really doesn't want to talk about the details of his guitar rig. No. Which, (laughs) like we said at the beginning, I can sure understand how someone would get real annoyed with 95% of the conversation strangers want to have with them just being the same conversation over and over to the degree that after they ask the first question you know the next nine that are coming (laughs) how do you get your guitar to sound the way uh what what city did you guys just play in what city are you going to
0: next the 10 cookie cutter questions yeah
1: however if you can't handle that do not join a metal band Mm -hmm. Just don't. It's extremely not the life path for you. Yeah. If conversations like that are going to get under yours, you probably shouldn't join any band to be clear. Yeah. No, you just don't play music. (laughs) No matter what the band sounds like, you're going to have the same conversation
0: with people over and over again. If you join a band, it's never going to end. That is all you're ever going to answer is these same 10 questions. But if you're doing an interview with a guitar magazine, you
1: can't start by saying, what the fuck do you think they're going to ask you? Yeah, it's that's why I think he's got to be having a bad day, because no one's that dumb, right? Right. Yeah, I'll do the interview with the guitar magazine, but I don't want to talk about my guitar, What are they supposed
0: to ask you about? Your haircut? Your fucking face tattoo? What books are you reading? They're not asking these questions. No. This isn't Philosopher Weekly, dude. It's guitars. You've got to know, walking into that interview, that's going to be the topic. Well, yeah, if you're a normal functioning person, yeah, you got to know. But, you know, here we are.
1: How do you, because I'm going to guess that he knew at least an hour before he was going to do this interview that he was going to do this interview. So how do you go from, yeah, I'll do an interview with a guitar magazine to working yourself up into such a state that you're like, fuck it.
0: I don't even like metal, man. That's quite the swing, dude. Hey, man, let's talk about your rig. You know what? I didn't even want to play this fucking thing. I don't even like distorted <laughs> guitars. I wanna be in a surf rock band. Maybe that's why he got that tattoo on his face. So at least one of the questions would be about that instead of the band I think that he's he got in. Because every day he wakes up and he's in a metal band and he's pissed off about it.
1: I guess he says that this quote about hating heavy metal was taken out of context. It says word for word, dude. That what context could possibly change the meaning of those words? Okay. If
0: it was just, I hate heavy metal, sure, maybe there was somewhere in there that he was joking. It's a long quote. Oh It goes on. This is like a long running conversation, bro. It wasn't a couple words taken out of context.
1: He hates metal. There was another time where he said that Slayer is the most metal band ever. So I guess he agrees with us that Slayer sucks. Well, maybe we're friends. This is almost another Noel Gallagher of Oasis situation. I would much rather hang out with Noel Gallagher.
0: <laughs> let's put, let's make this a thing on a scale of Noel Gallagher versus... I'm
1: going to hang out with Noel Gallagher over, I'm pretty sure, everyone we've ever talked about on this show. That's probably true. Yeah. Wait, okay. La- Liam Gallagher. Sorry. This is almost another Liam Gallagher of Oasis situation. There's maybe something wrong with this guy. You could kind of think of Mastodon as the Oasis of this kind of metal, though. Like how Oasis was the worst possible version of Shoegaze. Sure. Mastodon's like the worst possible version of a metalcore band. This is the last thing you want them to become.
0: Right. Oasis is like well, we can't be Radiohead, so we're just going to be this shitty band. Mastodon's like, well, we can't be, well, a plethora of other great metal bands, so we're just going to be Mastodon.
1: Also, the bad singing is something
0: that these bands have in common. Oh my god, yeah.
1: Uh, Brent also doesn't like the song Smooth by Santana, featuring Rob Thomas, so maybe just fuck him in general. Fuck yeah, fuck you, dude. Killer song, Song of the Summer. Yeah, come on. Everyone knows the words to that
0: song. Exactly. Lots of people know Smooth.
1: (laughs) So we have new t-shirts, but I just realized can we say how how specifically can we describe the designs of our new shirts?
0: Uh, we have shirts that roundaboutly might kind of make you think of a certain 90s runs rock band, uh, and or another famous rock band from the across the pond.
1: It rhymes with <laughs> the bowling bones. The bowling bones. Yeah.
0: Shmervana. <laughs> <laughs> Shmervana. Come on down to YFBSpod.com merch store. Buy a t-shirt, buy a flag, buy a pin, buy a sticker.
1: You've read interviews of other people who are in other metal bands, though, right? Sure, yeah, of course. I generally assume that never shutting the fuck up explaining your art is the first requirement of being in a metal band constantly telling people what inspired the new album right you have to take everything you do so
0: seriously if you're in a metal band it's very serious we're we're very serious at every very serious possible, very serious moment. And
1: you have to talk about it so— Just think about how much Lars from Metallica talks in any given interview. You have to never be shutting the fuck up about yeah. how much meaning— is in your lyrics. And if you can find a way to let Herman Melville write some of your lyrics, then you should probably do that too, because then you can say it's a concept album about Moby
0: Dick. It wouldn't shock me if Mastodon didn't have lyrics. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like the Cigaroes thing where he just kind of sings. <laughs> I know that there are lyrics to Mastodon songs, but do you know any of them? Does anybody know any of them? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. You might as well just take a Catholic
1: mass and put on a wizard voice and throw that over some riffs. I mean, he could be saying nothing.
0: Especially live with metal bands. Absolutely could be saying the crowd look like a bunch of giant dildos. Here's the deal. If you see someone singing along at a Mastodon show... Yeah, stay the fuck away from that person. Don't even try. No, don't talk to that person. Do
1: they have a face tattoo? You weren't allowed to be in a metal band unless you're constantly telling people what your new album is about or... Total opposite end of the spectrum, you need to not say anything at all. Right. Because every metal band has someone who just never talks. Kirk Hammett never fucking talks. That's great. This is another problem with this band is everyone sings.
0: And everyone talks. One of you has to shut up. At least one of you has to stop singing. Yo, this is just true for all bands. You should just have a spokesperson.
1: Oh, yeah. The drummer of Mastodon is definitely the guy. He can tell you all. They should just
0: have him. Horrible fucking facial hair. We're really inspired. I have frosted tips. There's one person that does the interviews. Well, actually, what happens with Tool Maynard right. is basically the spokesperson for Tool. The drummer will do like Drummer Today interview, sure. Guitar player does guitar player, That's blah, blah, right. blah. But when it comes to like the Tool release thing, it's just fucking Maynard, dude. When you do a concept album about Moby Dick or any concept album, well, specifically though, a book like Moby Dick, do you really want to send your whole entire band out there to do interviews? No. Because somebody's going to ask you a question about Moby Dick and if you haven't read that <laughs> book, you're going to look like a real asshole.
1: It does make sense that Mastodon has toured with Coheed and Cambria. Neither of these bands ever met a concept album they didn't like. Cannot wait to make a concept album.
0: If you told me that they went on tour with Rush, I'd believe you. I think they actually went on tour with Tool, which is hilarious. Oh, it makes sense. Damn, imagine that show. It's just like uh. so smart. There's so many <laughs> smart people in that in that room, dude. I bet you there are like intellectual debates going on in between sets. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Everyone's trying to out atheist each other.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But dude, it doesn't make sense. I'm just telling you, it
1: doesn't make sense. One song on Leviathan that I know all the Macedon fans think is so awesome is that song Hearts Alive. A good example of a song that people are going to call epic just because it's long. But there's nothing in the song that warrants it being such a long song. This is not a song that deserves to be 20 minutes long. And if you think it is, you need to be listening to better music. There's this band Pelican, Hydra Head Records, Aaron Turner from Isis's record label, this band Pelican. Their first three albums are all awesome. There's one called March Into the Sea. That's a song that gets to be 20 minutes long. Go
0: listen to March Into the Sea, A-B-It with Hearts Alive. If your state of mind is or your thought on the music is that the length is what makes it epic, again, Dave Matthews' band has 20-minute songs, dude. It's the width that makes it... It's a girthy.
1: Girth, It's gotta have girth. The way that the song Hearts Alive ends is tragic. For some reason, they let all of the instruments fall away except for this super basic guitar riff, and they drag that out for so long that you have no choice but realizing this super basic guitar riff you're listening to over and over was the entire foundation of all the crap that you just spent 20 fucking minutes listening to. Mm-hmm. They had it buried under all this other stuff, but what, they take it all away, and they're like, Here, here's the uh, skeleton of this song. Nothing
0: there. I can't handle that. I skip over songs that are 20 minutes. If I see it's 20 minutes, I'm not listening to it. I don't care if it's just, oh, well, you just need to listen to the first. No, I'm not listening to anything. I don't care, I'm not listening to it.
1: This band has an album called Blood Mountain. That sounds like it'd be a spin-off ride at Disney World from Pirates of the Caribbean or some shit. Space
0: Mountain, but Blood Mountain.
1: Oh, oh, oh man, Blood Mountain!
0: I rode Space Mountain with my kids, and I just thought, man, what if there was blood raining in this place? And I was like, oh wait, Blood Mountain! Hell on you, did. Metal as fuck. How much want to bet that's exactly what happened?
1: It's I, 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 would, I
0: mean I would I would probably bet. Everything.
1: I'm risking no money against yeah. that.
0: I would bet zero dollars. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs>
1: Whatever the difference is between this band and a band that knows which of their riffs is good and writes songs accordingly. Sure. Whatever that difference is, it's a
0: pretty big one. Is this band a riff? I mean, I I guess I just picture in my head of him being like playing like a G power chord. And he's like, guys, listen, (laughs) and they're like, oh, wait, I can play that, too. And It's not even a riff there.
1: I think the only guy in this band who cares is the drummer and he's too busy never not
0: drumming to notice. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I bet you when he plays, he has like noise canceling headphones on. He's listening to something (laughs) else. (laughs) He's playing along to some other song. He's listening (laughs) to Charlie Parker. (laughs) Nobody would ever know. Did you
1: notice all the other bands that the members of Macedon are in? There's all these metal supergroups
0: that people call them. I remember some of them. I didn't look at it, though.
1: There's the one that's Sepultura, but it's all the members from other bands are, like, the third most popular guy in the band that they're from. So that's not, like, a good one to be I in. Know.
0: That's <laughs> the problem with supergroups, dude, is, first of all, they never work out.
1: Brent is in a couple of them, including one with Tool's drummer, Danny Carey. Makes sense. That's probably the one to try to be in, right? The sure. one with the guys from the band that everyone
0: yes. knows about. I think that band is called Legend of... Of the Seagull Men. These dudes are douchebags. Why it is it the name of anything? That's like the, that's a book name, not a band name. Legend of the Seagull. Well, the, yeah. That's what it sounds like.
1: I could read, listen to my fucking band name.
0: Yeah. If I said that to you and I said, is that a book name or a band name? A uh, Dr. Seuss book. Band that's a children's yeah. book yeah.
1: name. Do you remember when Mastodon made it, the music video with twerking in it and then uh, sold booty shorts as band merch that said, Astodon to dawn on them <laughs> oh
0: yeah i do actually remember that
1: honestly this is the coolest thing this band's ever done uh i'm not even mad about this yeah. we
0: should start selling
1: your favorite band sucks maybe like pacifiers because it sucks oh shit yeah that's cool It's a good idea uh real fast before we end did you see the jonah hex thing do you know that movie, Jonah Hex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I don't remember. This was a movie that very famously just bombed hard. It was one of those, everyone thought they were going to make a bunch of money on it because it was a comic book thing, but then it just fucking tanked. And it's another instance of a guy in a metal band talking way too much in an interview. It's the mm-hmm. drummer, of course, you can find interviews with this drummer just throwing everyone's financial business all over the place. Yeah. Just yada 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 yada, and then this 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 and this and yeah people probably think we're selling out and getting rich by doing the music for a comic book movie but all they paid for was our studio time and even the main actors are doing the movie for way less money than they'd normally take. It's like dude can you shut the fuck up?
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up! Maybe we don't. Maybe we want him to just keep going.
1: Cut to the movie comes out bombs. The main actors are talking about how much they hate the movie hated making the movie this guy looks like an idiot it eventually comes out that Mastodon had to work with a whole different composer than the first person and write a whole second soundtrack after the movie was reshot I gotta wonder if the original soundtrack had something to do with the movie needing to be reshot. <laughs> like, I don't know, that one's scary as fuck. Let's just make
0: a different movie and tell them they gotta change the music. Guys, guys, we gotta go back to the drawing board on this <laughs> one, all the way back to Zero Day. I mean, they could have killed that whole movie. Yeah, Who knows? But you know, there's that other interview with Bill where he talks about money. That shit always bothers me. This is where we're gonna end this podcast. Bill, the is, drummer? Br- no, he's a guitar player. One of the guitar players.
1: Bill? Yeah. Troy? No, Bill. George?
0: Bill. Wait, no, it was Doug. Is Phil in the fucking blank. One of these
1: guys needs a metal band name, right? One of these guys needs to have the name of someone who's in a metal band. He's
0: the rhythm guitar player, which... Bill? Be, that's the most replaceable guy in this band. This is my favorite thing to talk about. We get actually comments on this sometimes. We talk about the music business. Bill does an interview where he complains about the fact that it's hard to make money and be in being a band. The thing is is maybe Bill forgot that the average American what makes like maybe 40 to 60 grand a year. It's yeah. My guess is Bill makes more than that. I have no idea. I have no idea for sure. Even if he didn't, to go on an interview and complain that you wish you were making more money. Bill, you sound like a real asshole because you get to travel around the fucking world playing guitar. Yeah, it is a job, but I would assume that it's your dream job. Oh, it's a job, no doubt. (laughs) Playing guitar every day and being good at it is a job, period. However, (laughs) what would you rather do, Bill? Yeah. Would you rather make more money sitting in a cubicle selling insurance? those booty shorts were 30 bucks a pair by the way yeah which great guys I don't care make money sell your shit for a hundred dollars I don't care. But don't complain when you get to live your dream. I mean, it's a topic that people should steer away from because it it bothers me. This is actually like where I get mad when we talk about these things.
1: If you're in a band, I wouldn't recommend talking about this. Don't
0: talk about money.
1: Especially if you aren't proposing some sort of solution. If you're just like, sure, it sucks. It really honestly is always going to come off as whining to the majority of people. And if it doesn't come off as whining, it sure comes off as you're looking at the bottom line yeah. more than all of the other reasons <laughs> that people like to think you have for what you're doing. If money is the issue, why don't you go work on Wall Street? Go do you something know?
0: else. Sure. There's so many they're things probably, you could do to make more money. They're
1: probably not going to let you lay some newspaper down on your desk and take a fat shit in your cubicle. <laughs> But dude, get
0: used to using public toilets, maybe. You might have to trim that goofy-ass mustache thing you have going off your face. I don't know. Brent's going to have to work in the mailroom with that tattoo. (laughs) He might have to get it lasered off if that's the thing that he wants to do. I don't know. But hey, man, if you guys want to start a band and you want to travel around the country making decent money, you should do it. That's cool, but don't bitch about it afterwards. You just sound like a douche. That's
1: worth mentioning is the recording industry had definitely tanks
0: before these guys
1: started a band it's not like they ever had an expectation
0: right of especially uh, you're a metal band dude You should be sleeping on people's floors in Tyler's house with no bed. That's where you should be doing. That's what metal bands I grew up listening to did.
1: This would be like you waking up the day after a one night stand and getting pissed off at the person for not wanting to be in a relationship with you. First of all, you're a metal band. I'm going to stop listening to you when I'm like 20, okay? Sure. I'm going (laughs) to grow out of this shit, all right? Real quick. And you're going to be left at the bar, getting drunk, waiting for the next kid to walk in, all right? That's just the way that this is going to go. Maybe don't complain complain about it. You knew what this was. You're in a fucking metal band. Post Y2K. Post Napster metal band. Post Napster metal band. You have no reasonable expectation of ever getting to do anything besides take a shit in a van a few times. That's
0: right. Just think about it before you speak. You should think about it. This goes for every band that (laughs) listens to this podcast. Complaining about money makes you sound like a douchebag. However, this podcast, one of the ways we do make money on this podcast is... This episode is sponsored by Ice. Ice in a cup. It's cool.
1: If your favorite band is
0: Mastodon, buy our merch. Your favorite band sucks.
1: Thank you for listening to Your Favorite Band Sucks. Most of you have seen the news over the past week. Mark and I live in Nashville. We record the show in Nashville, and our city was hit by a very serious tornado. Uh, If we didn't have these episodes recorded so far in advance, there's no way that we would have had uh, one ready to go for this week, so I'm glad that we did. I unfortunately do not have anything funny to say right now. I... I I think I probably was going to make some joke about the Ice Age and then let you know that the next episode of the show is going to be on Arcade Fire, which is true. We have that episode done already, so that's ready to go as well. I'm sure we'll be able to get back on our schedule soon if there are any delays,